Good morning. Welcome to the Print AM, our daily morning podcast on the big news story. This is Bhadra Sena, Senior Associate Editor with The Print. And in today's podcast, I will focus on an important verdict delivered on Monday in connection with the Bilkis Bano gang rape and murder case. The Supreme Court on Monday quashed Gujarat government's decision to allow remission of 11 convicts in the case of the gang rape of Bilkis Bano and the murder of seven of her family members during the Gujarat riots, which broke out in the state in the aftermath of the Godhra t- train burning incident in 2002. A bench led by Justice B.V. Nagaratna said, Gujarat government lacked jurisdiction to grant premature release to the convicts. According to the bench, the term appropriate government mentioned in Section 432 of the Criminal Procedure Code would mean the state where the trial has taken place and not where the crime is reported. Section 432 of the Criminal Procedure Code deals with premature release of convicts. In the said case, the court noted, the trial was transferred from Gujarat to Maharashtra. Hence, the latter was the appropriate government to decide on the remission applications of the convicts. The court said, and I quote, It is only the government of the state within which the offender was sentenced is competent. It went on to add that the law is on the place of trial rather than the place where the crime was committed and concluded that the remission policy of Gujarat was not applicable to the case at hand. The court also faulted the remission orders as non-speaking, one that suffered from non-application of mind. They were stereotyped and cyclocide order and amounted to abuse of discretion by the state and usurpation of power. The bench also comprising Justice Ujjal Bhuyan had reserved its verdict on 12th October after holding a hearing for 11 days on several petitions, including the one filed by Bano challenging the remission. The others who moved the court through public interest litigations are CPIM leader Subhasini Ali, independent journalist Revati Lal, former vice-chancellor of Lucknow University Roop Rekha Verma and Trinamul Congress leader Mahua Moitra. They too questioned the premature release of the convicts. Let us recap the case before knowing more about what the Supreme Court has said in its verdict. Banu was 19 years old and 5 months pregnant when she was gang raped during the communal riots in Gujarat. Her 3 year old was among the 15 ma- family members who were killed during the violence. With the intervention of the Supreme Court the trial in the case was moved out of Gujarat to Mumbai with the Central Bureau of Investigation taking over its probe. In 2008, a special court in Mumbai sentenced the 11 to life imprisonment, which the Bombay High Court upheld nine years later. On 15th August 2022, the convicts were granted remission by the Gujarat government. At that time, they had undergone 15 years of imprisonment, which also included the time period for which they were on parole. Documents submitted to the top court in the case also showed that the convicts were given furlough on many occasions. While parole is contingent and subject to conditions, furlough is a reward given to a convict for undergoing the sentence. The convict's plea for remission was taken up by the Gujarat government following a judgment of the Supreme Court in May 2022 that allowed the state to consider the premature release application of one of them on the basis of the 1992 state remission rules these rules gave discretion to the state government to take a lenient view in rape cases 
and allow early release of convicts. The modified remission policy of the state, which was implemented in 2014, does not include rape cases. The SC order of May 2022 was delivered on a petition filed by one of the convicts, Radhi Sham Bhagwan Das Shah. However, Monday's judgment declared this May 2022 verdict was vitiated by fraud and attained nullity on account of the petitioner, which is Shah, not disclosing pertinent information and facts about the case before the court. Justices Nagaratna and Bhuyan held, Shah did not disclose to the Supreme Court that he had already moved a similar plea in 2019 before the Gujarat High Court, which had asked him to approach Maharashtra government with his request for remission. Interestingly, within 14 days of receiving this liberty, Shah approached the Maharashtra government, which in turn followed the procedure under Section 432 of the Criminal Procedure Code and sought opinions from various stakeholders. If you recollect, I explained that Section 432 of the Criminal Procedure Code deals with remission of convicts. Now, as per Section 432 of the CRPC, the Maharashtra government sought opinions of the special judge who had sentenced Shah and other convicts, the prosecution, which was the CBI, and local police of Dahor, which is in Gujarat, where Shah was lodged at the time when he moved the state government for remission. When Shah realized that all the opinions received by the Maharashtra government were negative, he immediately filed a writ petition under Article 32 of the Constitution before the Supreme Court. An Article 32 petition can be filed only when there is violation of someone's fundamental right. But what Shah did through this Article 32 petition was he indirectly challenged a 2019 decision of the Gujarat High Court even though he had complied with the same. Noting this discrepancy, the Supreme Court on Monday said that Shah could not have done so since the High Court order had attained finality once he moved the Maharashtra government with his remission application. Moreover, he never filed an appeal against the High Court order but had raised it or referred it during the arguments of his writ petition in the Supreme Court which according to the Monday's judgment could not have been done. Another suppression of fact by Shah was regarding the cancellation of the 1992 policy which was relied upon by him in the Supreme Court to seek his remission. This 1992 policy was substituted by a new one in 2014 that does not allow rape convicts to seek remission. According to the top court, since he suppressed this information, the court could not hold deliberations on the impact of the cancellation of the old policy. After taking all these factors into account, the court on Monday declared the 2022 judgment as non-binding, one that need not be followed. It also said that the 2022 verdict was not in accordance with the law as well as earlier binding judgments of the Supreme Court delivered by five judges and nine judges' benches. The court was also surprised to learn that Gujarat government had in the proceedings leading to the May 2022 verdict acknowledged Maharashtra as the appropriate government to decide the convict's remission plea, yet it chose not to file a review against it. Though Bilkis Banu had filed a review against the May 2022 order, it was dismissed in December 2022. 
Banu had maintained in her review petition that the May 2022 judgment was passed without considering her views and her side of the argument. In her plea before the Supreme Court challenging the remission, Banu had argued that the convicts did not deserve remission for the heinous nature of their crimes and also claimed that the competent authority to decide the issue of remission was Maharashtra government and not Gujarat. It was pointed to the court that earlier both the trial judge in Mumbai which heard the case and the prosecuting agency CBI had disagreed with the proposal to release the convicts. However, later when asked by the Gujarat government, the center had endorsed their early release. Another point highlighted was that the convicts as per the trial court judgment were bound to pay a fine of rupees 34000 or face 34 years in in prison but the convicts had done neither the petitioners had argued interestingly the convicts paid the fine during the time when these proceedings were pending in the supreme court and when this matter was highlighted before the bench while the top court upheld banu's petition as maintainable it did not render a finding on the maintainability of the pils filed by others saying it is not required to answer the question in view of the fact that the victim herself approached the court the question whether a third party can file pil in criminal proceedings was left open to be considered in any other appropriate case the objections to the pils filed by various individuals in the matter were raised by the convicts who said that within the norms of criminal proceedings or related actions arising from them third party elements cannot be allowed to challenge remission given to the convicts rejecting all their contentions the supreme court on monday directed the 11 convicts to surrender within 2 weeks it denied their plea for protection of their liberty while asserting that depriving them of their liberty is justified as they had been let free erroneously and contrary to law the court also said that it cannot be unmindful of the conduct of the respondents particularly radhisham bhagwan das shah it was on shah's petition in 2022 that the supreme court directed the gujarat government to consider the remission applications the bench on monday declared the 2022 order was hit by fraud and cannot be given effect to hence it ordered that all proceedings pursuant to the said order are vitiated as banu was also not made a party in the case this is all that i have for you right now do tune in to the print am every morning to get the best news analysis from the prince stable 